Good afternoon, everyone. How's everyone doing this afternoon? Great. Good afternoon. Darrell Godfrey, the Chief Operating Officer for the New Jersey Redevelopment Authority. Thank everyone for spending some time with us today to talk about a very important series we're running called Mind Your Business Talk Series. I mean, the NJRA developed this mainly because of some, what went through with the pandemic. A lot of small businesses were out there trying to figure it out and they really didn't know who to talk to. And we, we've, we kind of figured that out once again through the, 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 the PPP program. People were out there trying to figure out who to go to, who to talk to, but most of them didn't have relationships. And we felt that they had relationships with organizations like the African American Chamber of Commerce, the New Jersey Business Action, and also the Spanish Chamber of Commerce, they would be, they would go really forward in helping them gain information. This is, as you know, running a small business is about relationships, relationships, relationships. Mr. Walfolk and I have been, been talking about this for the last week or so about trying to get relationships going. And we have successfully, hopefully, brought two customers in that based on our relationship, are gonna get them some financing. But right. I'm gonna stop talking, and I'm gonna just start off from Melanie and tell us a little bit about your organization. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity to be here today, because I think it is critical that small businesses know about all of the places they can go to get their questions answered and where they can have those relationships built up so that they are not wasting time, which is money that they're wasting. So the Business Action Center is a state agency within the Department of State, uh, and we have been around for over 30 years, and we are business advocates. We help all size businesses, but particularly small businesses, navigate government, answer their questions, help them with their business operations, and generally help them grow and prosper. And we're here to help them on a daily basis. Excellent. I mean, I've known of some customers that have user resources, and once again, it is a tremendous resource. I want to jump now to an organization that I've known in my prior life working as the executive director for the city of Newark, and they were just a tremendous advocate for me. That's the statewide Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Mr. Luis, how are you today? Pretty good. Happy to be here, and thank you very much for the opportunity. And we are the, like, the largest chamber of commerce in the state based on membership. Um, and we believe that entrepreneurship is the best way that our community have to overcome poverty. We have five times more chances to save money if we run a business or if we start a business than if we find a job, unless that job could be on corporate America or at the high level of the government. Well, well you know, um, I, I know, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time, you know, as I said, the city of Newark knocking on a lot of doors for bodegos. And most of the bodega owners were Hispanic. And I was, I was impressed by their level of expertise, but also how they handled their marketplace. But one thing that was a big barrier to them was the thing of trust. And that's why I reached out to the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and they helped me break down that trust issue. Cause you know, when some people think government, government comes in, we're there to shut you down. No, we were there helping them. So I really just uh, continue to be thankful to the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce for helping them. Um, but last but not least, uh, Phil Wolfolk, I mean, that's what a, a gentleman. Um, we are neighbors. We're on the same block down there in Trenton. 
<laughs> we haven't been here a long time. Right. But, um, I know the tremendous amount of work that he is doing, what John Harmon is doing. I've been a big fan of them for years. So tell me a little bit what you're doing, Phil. Well, we have a lot going on, as you know. We, we have, um, you know, one of the biggest things for us, I think, is, is really working with, with, uh, with folks to help them on access to capital and technical assistance. That's one of the, the biggest initiatives that we're running right now. Uh, we got involved with uh, New Jersey Community Capital, as you know, uh, formed a partnership to be able to provide funding and technical assistance uh, to the small business community around the state. And so that's that's the the, the main our main focus at this point. Uh, we partnered with uh, are, we're one of the resource partners with the New Jersey Economic Development Authority uh, throughout the pandemic, uh, providing technical assistance on some of the state programs and technical assistance on the SBA uh, economic injury disaster loans and the SBA paycheck protection program loans. And, and that is really what led us to really move the ball forward a little bit as it relates to the access to capital, because we were seeing a lot of small businesses just really having a hard time, not only accessing funding, but really having the relationships they needed to really move the ball forward for their businesses in terms of both profitability and sustainability. And then, of course, it's, it's very difficult to, to be able to grow your enterprise if you don't have the access to capital or the relationships to move forward. Well, well um, once again, I, I thank you, Phil. I mean, I know how the great work that you guys are doing, but at the same time, I understand there's a tremendous need out there for right. people just to get in contact, what information is out there, what services are out there. So I'm gonna throw a question to just the group. And once again, I want everyone to relax, although this is being recorded, but the good thing about this, it's a chance for us to help each other, but also help the people who are going to be viewing this service. And one of the things that I started off saying is about relationships, relationships, relationships. What do you think small businesses need to grow? What, what do you think they need to be on their team for them to grow? And let's, let's leave it open like that. Oh, wow. I think um, from my perspective, your, your, your main um, um, members of the team for any small business, you know, you need good legal advice, you need an attorney, you need a CPA, uh, you need um, advisors, uh, mentors, and, and you certainly, there's a wealth of, of, of opportunities and information around the state, um, you know, like the New Jersey Business Action Center, for example. I mean, I've learned just recently the wealth of, of services that they provide, and I'm, I'm sure there are tons of businesses around the state uh, they really are not even aware of the services that we get access to just as taxpayers. Um, so one of the big things, I think, in terms of whether it's the African-American Chamber of Commerce or the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, you know, one of the things we bring to the table as a, is a, the education resources and opportunities. And the more folks are connected to us, the more we're able to connect them to the resources that are out there to really help them. You know, I think Phil has really touched on this great connector relationship that uh, all of the uh, associations like the Hispanic Chamber and the African American Chamber have in which they serve their members by them knowing where the resources are in the state uh, and by them being able to connect them uh, to the like the Business Action Center, 
where we have a great relationship with both of those associations. So we work with their their members all the time in helping identify what they need to do in order to become tax compliant, for instance, with the Division of Taxation, or how they can get their business certifications to register as a small business, minority-owned business, uh, a women-owned business, so that they have more access, for instance, to being able to be a vendor for the state or federal or local government. So there are so many ways small businesses can expand and, and really develop more resources, but they first need to know how to connect. And okay. it's through Phil and it's through Luis to organizations like the Business Action Center and also the Small Business Development Centers, which we partner with. Um, at the Business Action Center because they are regional and they are also free and they're a service that's funded by the federal government and they provide a lot of technical assistance. So there's just so much out there for small businesses that they just need to be made aware of it. Right. I just want to add that uh, we see something uh, before the pandemic, we realized that uh, we face four problems, access to capital due to the lack of personal credit history and due to the lack of collateral, access to new markets, because usually our business owners, they focus on the natural market. They don't offer products or services outside of their communities. Lack of uh, networks because they didn't have access to the right people. And since the pandemic, the the um, digital divide, the digital gap was the biggest problem that we face, not only because the customers didn't have, uh, the only way that they access the, the internet is through a cell phone, but yeah. when we was helping them to apply for the NJRA assistant program, you know, they need to upload the lease. It's almost impossible to do it from your cell phone, right? Yeah. Now, we focus on how we can reduce that gap. I mean, we can. We didn't have time to teach them how to use the computer. We just try to use our network in order for us to facilitate how they can like scan the list in order for them to comply with the requirement to submit the proposal. But the reality is those business owners that they have access to a network, uh, they belong to an organization, they have a better success rate when they try to access all the help that was available versus those that don't have that support system. Right. Not only the information, is the day that uh, the NJRA uh, opened the grant assistance program for, for the rent, we did uh, Zoom meetings where we helped them to answer those questions. You know, sometimes was, hey, I have a question. They are asking me for the NACIS code or they are asking me for this uh, information. And the information was available, but they didn't know where to look at. And basically what we did was we, we helped as a support system for them, not only to access to the information, but to being able to complete the applications and to submit it. And in some cases, when they get declined because they make a mistake or something, we was able to contact the organization and say, hey, can you please reconsider this? Look what happened. This was an honest mistake. 
this is lack of information. And the answer that we received from many agencies in the state was really good. Uh, and I was looking at, at one data from NJEDA that 38% of the people who access the, the grant program are minorities. And for us, that was a big win, especially because they focus on micro businesses. Right. And, you know, micro businesses are 92% of the business in the US. Those are businesses with less than five employees, less than $250,000 on, on sales or assets. But that's the majority of the businesses that we have in our economy. And that's what we enjoy helping as much as we can. Thanks, Louise. I mean, I really appreciate your candor in talking about our program, but also how your chamber helped some of your um, clients. Um, on that note, how important do the group feel? It, it's, how important do you think it is to have a relationship with the local chambers? Oh, it's it's absolutely critical. I, I agree with uh, both Louise and 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 Melanie. It, you know, growing up, my mother used to say to us that you cannot live in this world by yourself. And I can tell you that from the pandemic, if people didn't learn anything else, it is that the value of relationships is significant in terms of your ability to survive, uh, not only in hard times, but to to really be able to to thrive and move your business and your operations forward, and even in good times. And, and you know, people who try to do it on their own and completely um, living in silos, you know, those are probably the businesses that didn't make it. Um, right. Because, you know, it's just, it would be next to impossible to know all the resources, where to go, how to do it, to have all the digital um, uh, techno technological access that you need you know, I, 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 can, I can really relate to what uh, Luis just mentioned in terms of, of just having uh, members or just folks from the general public who came to us for assistance and, and just couldn't get it done because they didn't have the right uh, resources. They didn't have the computer. They're trying to operate uh, with a cell phone. And, and if they did have a computer because they were, they were operating in an environment where they didn't really need it so much before, that they just didn't know really how to how to operate those systems and having somewhere to go to to kind of hold your hand through that process you know i can tell you a lot of a lot of businesses and a lot of jobs were saved uh because of those uh, of us uh, with boots on the ground you know really able to roll up our sleeves and help folks get it done when it was really critical and and i and i and i know that um you know, from the conversations I've had with many of the small businesses around the state, they really could not have done it without the the efforts of the folks, not only here, uh, but some of the other uh, chambers and, and other resources around the state are really doing, doing a really a yeoman's job of providing the services that we could provide and doing the best that we could uh, for the folks that came our way. It's, it's, it's critical and it's very important. Well, I think chambers, the local chambers, they are the boots on the ground. They are the ones who are there in the community. They know the businesses that exist in their community. And they're the ones who are fed information by the government agencies who have the dollars available. 
So for instance, the Business Action Center, we communicate with every single local chamber, all of the economic development organizations in the state, all of the uh, regional and the uh, large chambers in the state, and we send them out information about every single program that is now available. Uh, we do it when it's available from the SBA or when it's available from the Economic Development Authority. Uh, and I think that a small business doesn't necessarily get those emails, but they certainly know that the chamber in their community, they can trust them and they can go there and they can ask for help you know, from, from that chamber. And then the chamber will guide them to all those programs. And in addition, the Business Action Center has something that we're very proud of, which is a live chat where our business experts have been on the um, a live chat since March of last year, where you just go to business.nj.gov, which is the business-friendly website, and the live chat pops up, and experts are there to answer your questions. And we've answered over 100,000 questions from businesses on everything from the any COVID question they have, vaccine, vaccine vaccination questions, or questions about where do I get money? Am I eligible for the grants? Uh, how do I work with my bank? I think I need a new marketing plan. Uh, oh, I don't have e-commerce. How do I set that up? Uh, you know, those are all the critical questions, especially that a small business who might've been just operating sort of like in the community now needs to go much bigger, especially instead of e-commerce. So, oh, yeah. The, oh yeah, this is exactly where their first line should be to their local chamber or to the chamber like the African-American chamber or the Hispanic chamber that they trust, and then they can guide them to all those resources. It's critical. I want to share with you that something happened during the pandemic that we have the ability to get the attention from a lot of people that they never look at the chamber before because they didn't have any other source of information. Mm -hmm. In our case, not only because we was doing that in Spanish, but also because we are a very complex group. We came from 22 different countries. We was able to identify by geographical region, by uh, country of origin, by industry, by many different uh, groups in order for us to efficiently communicate everything that was available. And I think that that was the, the biggest change because, for example, uh, we use these platforms to be able to communicate. But, you know, the beauty of that is that they don't need to be live the day that we was doing the event. You know, they sometimes they arrive at 11 p.m. And, and they take a look of the video that we record early that day. And we was able to to, to, I mean, to continue uh, that change of information. And I also want to uh, mention that we share uh, the website for the Business Action Center, not only locally, but nationwide, because it's a good example. It's one-stop shop for everything that you will need as a small business owner when you interact with the state of New Jersey. And I mean, is available in Spanish, would make our life easy, but also is because it's easy to navigate. I mean, 
doesn't look like it's a government agency website. It's a, right. It looks like a, it's almost like a entrepreneur, uh, um, I would say, co-working space or something because it's naturally guiding you how to contact. And the other thing is not only that they will provide you the contact information, they will answer the, the number, the, the call or the question that you have. I mean, some of us, we have the, the, the luxury that we can call the person's cell phone number, right? But when we are busy and we are not able to answer our own calls, right? They reach out to, and we know when we refer someone who get an answer or who didn't get an answer, because if they didn't get an answer, they will call us back again. And we will be like doing three times what's supposed to take one call. And that's the type of service that they provide at the business action center. And it's, it's really good because, I mean, when you are trying to attract people, we get calls from, from Latin America, people that want to move to the state or people from other states that they, hey, I see what you are doing there. I want to, I consider New Jersey. It's, it's easy for us just to refer one website. And I mean, they will answer most of the questions. I mean, they will probably want to talk to the government and it's not a, a app available on the website, but the majority of the questions are solved in an easy way for you to interact in English and Spanish. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Louis. That is so sweet. I appreciate that so much. I'm going to have you do all our commercials from now on. <laughs> uh, you did an absolutely splendid job. Thank you. And, you know, we really will answer any and all questions. And we also have someone who, two people now who speak Spanish, who will be able to answer the questions of, of the people who come on uh, asking the questions in Spanish. So I'm happy well, to I say have, that. I have a few examples where we call the Business Action Center they refer us one time to the New Jersey Department of Agriculture. They, they, they not only provide us the call, they conference us and we was able to contact them. And also they have a, a, a program that I really admire that is called STEP for those businesses that are trying to promote to export outside the United States. Those are the type of things that we want to communicate to our communities because they really can benefit from those programs. Well, yes, the, like I said, the, the, the expertise that you guys is providing, once again, is tremendous. But as we continue to talk about relationships and what the chambers provide, which is a wealth of experience and knowledge, one of the things that we all know that was key was lack of access to capital, particularly when we talk about the PPP. Tell me a little bit how, how important it is for the small businesses to have relationships with a small bank. Because you've seen, you know, when PPP came out, you know, people were saying all this money was going out the door, but it was going to large institutions who had relationships with the mega banks. And they were getting millions and millions of dollars. But the small business person, he or she, was totally locked out. How important does the group think it's in, to have a relationship with a small town bank? in the area oh it's 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 really critical you know one of the one of the reasons we got involved with the ppp initially was we were getting uh, tons of calls uh from small business owners who were really having a hard time getting calls back from their banks and i and i know as a former banker that you know once the criteria really came out uh about first come first serve and relationship with the bank um 
I figured that basically folks who are relationship managers with banks, uh, they have a portfolio of clients that, that have loans with the bank. And so that's the, that's the initial list they're going to be working off of, not, not the list of people who have a savings or checking account with the bank, but folks who owe them money. And so for a lot of uh, companies and a lot of organizations that didn't have loan relationships, they may have had a, a, a retail banking relationship and a relationship with the branch personnel, uh, but that didn't really reach into the area of the bank they really needed for these PPP loans. And that's where the, the big shortfall was. And I think that's where the, the relationships we've had with, with the banking partners uh, we were able to work with some of those banking partners and really set up uh, good avenues to get those folks as to the PPP funding, uh, even though they weren't able to go directly in some cases through their primary bank. Um, and so it's, it's I think, um, you know, folks have learned anything about those types of relationships. Um, you know, they, they should understand that it's really critical to have relationships with the bank that you do business with and it really has to be up and down the chain. It can't just be, uh, you know, the teller at your local office or the assistant manager or branch manager. You really need to have relationships that go deeper than that uh, so that in these kinds of environments, you know, there are folks who will take your phone call and you can get through and get some of the services that you need. I mean, I agree. I can remember talking to some of the smaller banks and they were saying, Darren, we have all this money. And I was saying, well, why aren't you giving it out? And for, but a lot of it had to do with relationships. If you would be able to right. call up your anchor and he or she know who the wolf folk was calling, they would really just give you the money because it, it turned out to be a grant in a lot of cases. But a lot of them, people didn't have relationships with banks. So I think right. it's incumbent upon, you know, us. And I know we have the, the collective group we have here today, stress to them, have a relationship with a bank. It is key to everything. You don't have to have a ton of money in there, but knowing how to navigate that, knowing how they can help you with some of the services they had, it's just very re rewarding. And it, and it helped out, particularly during a crisis that we are currently experiencing. Oh, yeah. We don't know where this, uh, this, this pandemic is going to go. We hope that it goes away from us shortly, but you know the marketplace is very resilient, but we need our small businesses to keep on trending along, and it's hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I would like to just also point out, though, that um, in addition to the relationship with the bank is that you want to have the relationship with um, uh, and get to know your small business development center because they are regional. And so getting to know them is very helpful because they have just set up something called uh, the capital team. And the capital team is a group of 10 professionals who are all experts in financing options for small business. And all the, the small business has to do is they can come in through the Business Action Center um, at our hotline number at 1-800-37 and ask us for the capital team at the Small Business Development Center. And we can connect them and they can help them find fin financing, introduce them uh, to the banks in their area and help walk them through how to develop that relationship. So, you know, some people feel a little uncomfortable with, well, what do, how do I do that, right? Well, how do, what do I just call them and say, would you like to have lunch? I mean, how do I make that happen? And so I think that sometimes having someone who's an expert at it hold your hand 
through the process can be really helpful to you. And that's where your small business development center's capital team can be helpful to you. That is where certainly your uh, your friends at the African-American Chamber and at the Hispanic Chamber can also help walk you through the process because you need, I know many of these small businesses are like, well, well what do I do next? You know, they're a little, you know, well, frightened would be a good word to describe them because it's the first time they really needed this, right? And so that that helping them and holding their hand, you know, I I basically say at the Business Action Center is that it was like nine one one. What is your emergency? Is the way we felt in answering questions from business because they were desperate. So I say that you know we're here to help them at in any way, shape, or form, especially help them feel more comfortable with some of the new things they have to do. So thanks for that, Melanie. I mean, what I'm going to do now is um, as we start to wind down. But once again, continue from me and from our president and CEO, Leslie Anderson, to say thank you to the panelists. Melanie, Will and B, you know, Louise and Philip, I just thank you, thank you, thank you. And is there anything we can do at the NJRA to help you and your small businesses, please do not uh, be, be um, laid back like some of our small businesses. Please reach out to us because, once again, we are a great team here. But what I'm going to do is get everyone a, uh, like a 30-second infomercial to talk about their organization and then we're going to wrap it up from there i'll start with you louise no i just want to say thank you to the nj array because thanks to the the rental assistance program and the way that that was distributed through the state many businesses get the hope to continue with the doors open until they receive uh, help from other agencies we are really happy to partner with organizations that prove results to our community, and we will be here to support any initiatives that, that show results. I mean, at the Statewide Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, we are here to help you to grow. We are focused on small businesses with high growth potential. We do have members that say, I don't want to grow. I don't want more headaches. I don't want to open another restaurant or another beauty salon or another barbershop. We will provide them information, but right now we are focused on high growth potential members because we want to move them from micro businesses up to $250,000 on assets or sales up to a $5 million on assets or sales. And we have two programs. One is the Hispanic Entrepreneur Training Program. It's a 15-a-week class. It's free for our members or for the students because you don't need to be a member to apply. Um, and we have another one that is called LETS, Latina Entrepreneur Training Series. The reason because we make that difference is because Latinas start businesses six times faster than any other ethnic group, but they have some challenges that are unique. And what we developed was one class from Latinas, successful Latinas to Latina entrepreneurs. And, you know, that way they can talk about maternity and a lot of different challenges that are parallel to the entrepreneur journey. Um, and we focus on those four needs, access to capital, access to new markets, access to networks, and the digital gap. That's our goal, and we are here to assist. We, you don't need to uh, be a member in order for us to provide you uh, any services. We really want to prove results before you consider to join us. 
And Louise, one more thing. Could you just tell everyone what your uh, email is? My email is ldelahos, my last name, at bali.com. Okay, thank you very much. Melanie, could you just give a brief uh, wrap-up on your organization? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so first of all, the Business Action Center uh, is available at uh, business.nj.gov. And you go to that website, you get our live chat. You can call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. Uh, and we're there answering questions in both English and Spanish. In addition, we are only successful because we know of the great people like uh, the ones who are at the Hispanic Chamber and the African American Chamber and at the NJRA uh, and all of the state agencies because we make those relationships so we can connect the small business to those individuals that are going to help them. And I think that, you know, you think of it as a pyramid where, you know, you really want to basically start with the connector up at the top so that they can connect you to all the people that you need down that pyramid to be able to be a successful business. And, and that's what we do. And we're really very proud of it and really love our partners. So I'm so proud to have been on this uh, webinar series with these two partners. Well, thank you very much, Melanie. Phil, um, you know, I, I know everything about you, but let's just give the group uh, some information how they can contact your wonderful organization. Oh, sure, sure. Well, um, they can reach the African-American Chamber of Commerce in a couple of ways. Our website is aaccnj.com. Uh, my email address is pwoolfolk, that's W-O-O-L-F as in Frank, O-L-K, at aaccnj.com. And we're basically here to provide resources, opportunities, and, and education to help folks move their businesses in the right direction. And with our new program, the Equitable Small Business Initiative, uh, we're happy to, to make loan opportunities available to businesses as well as provide uh, technical assistance to help them with profitability and, and uh, move their companies in the right direction. So thanks for having us. I, I really appreciate the conversation. Uh, glad to be on with Melanie and, and Luis, and uh, thanks thanks a lot, Daryl. So, well, well, on behalf of the NJRA, from our chairwoman, Lieutenant Governor Sheila Oliver, from our president and CEO, uh, Ms. Leslie A. Anderson, and from me, Daryl Godfrey, Chief Operating Officer, we thank you. And um, let's stay in contact. Let's continue to help our small businesses. And everyone, have a great day.